inflation, uncertainty, and new rules of doing business. Those are our themes for 2022. How do you summarize all that in an investment strategy? Here's what matters. Live from our respective coronavirus social distancing outposts, I'm Lauren Goodwin. And I'm Robert Saren Betts. And this is Market Matters from New York Life Investments. In this podcast, we, the strategists at New York Life Investments, will share insights from the multi-asset solutions team, what we think matters as we manage investment solutions. That includes Mainstay's diversified portfolio series, including the Income Builder Fund, as well as bespoke solutions for our partners. By sharing perspectives and engaging with you, our listeners, we can all become better investors. Welcome, everybody. It's the week of January 3rd, 2022, and that makes it a new year. Happy New Year, Robert. Happy New Year. In the old year, we talked a bit about our expectations for this year, but that was then, and this is now. So today we'll hit refresh on some of our key themes for investing in 2022. In one of those old year episodes, LG, we described 2022 as a year of transition for investors in the economy. So basically, if 2021 was a year of COVID dominance and government support, 2022 is likely to see those factors and trends fade. That's right. So we expect many economies to holistically reopen and for the reduction of government support to define investment risk and also opportunity. The private sector is going to have to stand on its own two feet in that backdrop. And investors probably have to navigate which companies and sectors will do best amid so much change. Exactly. But that's unlikely to be a completely straightforward and clean process, which brings us to some of the themes that we expect to drive a lot of conversations around investing in 2022. And those themes are inflation, mm-hmm. uncertainty, yep, and new rules of doing business. Oh boy, such minor themes. Sounds like a lot of fun for everyone. <laughs> well, we've got a lot to go through, as you just said. So let's start with inflation because this is by no means a new theme and we've covered it a lot on the podcast already. Sure, that's right. So listeners to our program and watchers of the economy will know that pandemic-related disruptions to both supply, making it harder to produce, and also demand, which has been increasing a lot, have put upward pressure on prices. This is true in many parts of the world, but especially in the U.S. Sure, and this theme isn't just about how goods and services are getting more expensive. No, that's right. It's also about what central banks will do about it. Right, the cause and effect, if you will. We expect central banks to be a bit more tolerant of inflation, but there's a lot of uncertainty around exactly what their reaction function looks like and how it might drive market volatility. That's right. And and one thing we're asserting to investors is that there's been a lot of talk about inflation last year. We expect there will be a lot of talk about inflation this year, but that doesn't necessarily mean that investors should go all in on inflation protection strategies. Our research shows that historical trade-offs between inflation hedges and total return exist. And so that means that if you go all in on one, you might lose out a bit on the other. It's not necessarily a bad strategy. It's just something to keep in mind. And so in our view, since we think that growth and price developments are bound to fluctuate over the year, we'd caution against rotating too aggressively into specifically inflation 
inflation hedging asset classes. Now, instead, we're leaning into inflation resilient strategies that also leverage durable investment themes, such as infrastructure, broader geographic exposure, and non-traditional risk metrics. The idea there being to balance inflation considerations and also total return. Oh my goodness. I can't believe you just totally cheated on the portfolio pause. (laughs) Let's save some for that. But I also have to say that was a nice segue into our second key theme, which is about uncertainty. Uncertainty is always a part of investing, of course. It's becoming a bit of a market matters catchphrase at this point. Well, in that case, we can keep it simple. By uncertainty here, we mean that just the sheer magnitude of swings in economic and market activity have been wild in the past two years. And that makes forecasting really hard. Yes, it does. And we'll probably require that investors are a bit more patient in terms of their expectations and think in terms of their long-term financial goals rather than trying to react to every little or big possibly move in economic data or markets. It's a classic good investor behavior, but it's hard to stick to when you're rounding into a third year of a really stressful pandemic reality. Yeah, which is also a perfect transition again to our third theme, which is about the new rules of doing business, how we work and play in the current economy. Yeah, and this theme is just meant to acknowledge on our part that all kinds of things are changing around us. Businesses have had to adapt their supply chain models. Individuals and households have adapted to how they live and where they work and how they commute. And amid all that change, people's priorities and values could be shifting a bit too. Yes. And all of these changes are bound to result in some sort of change in the investment environment as well. That sounds like a perfect time for our portfolio pause, a segment of the program where we share an investment idea. Yeah, but you like kind of already cheated on inflation a bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's cover each theme anyway. (laughs) Okay, well, then I'm going to take inflation because you already did it. As Lauren mentioned, we wouldn't necessarily suggest that investors go all in on inflation protection. There's always trade-offs. Considering inflation is certainly an important part of the investment environment, but it's not the only thing that's going to drive your return. That's right. So for most investors, long-term goals around total return or income are really the focus of their investment strategy. In our view, to balance an inflationary environment with investors' long-term goals, we're relying on strategies and asset classes that reflect the entire investment environment, not just the inflation piece. Right. And that means leaning into asset classes that perform well when inflation is rising, but also including more durable themes in a portfolio. And so to us, that includes cyclical asset classes like value equities or floating rate loans, but it may also include thematic ideas around infrastructure or real estate investments. That same general idea is reflected in our investment idea around uncertainty, that second theme that we've mentioned. Here, our thought is that with so many big changes to the investment environment, it could behoove investors to broaden their portfolio exposures and be more flexible as economic and market conditions change. That's such a good point. And to put a finer point on it, I'll use a specific example. Concern about inflation typically leads to higher interest rates. Rates rise. And as rates rise, traditional core bonds tend to underperform compared to when interest rates are moving sideways or even declining. Core bonds may still serve a purpose in a portfolio, but for most investors, it might make sense to broaden exposure to asset classes that do better in a rising rate environment. Yeah, and you mentioned floating rate loans earlier, or maybe I did. One of us mentioned floating rate loans earlier, but a broader fixed income portfolio may also include shorter duration bonds, high yield bonds, or even considering a global allocation to leverage geographies where inflation and interest rates 
rates dynamics may be different than those in the US. Yes, to put a nice bow on things, let's cover changing rules of doing business. In my view, that points to investors needing to broaden the way they think about risk as well. When you think about supply chains or labor market pressures or shifting investment preferences or even geopolitical risk, it behooves of investors to be more holistic with their risk consideration. It's a very good point. And if economic and market conditions are changing, it's smart to think outside the box about the changes that might be coming down the line for businesses or asset classes. And we'll do some of that outside of the box thinking in next week's episode. Yeah, I'm excited for that podcast. It's bound to be a big year, Robert. So just to wrap up this portfolio pause, I'm going to boil it down to one sentence for our listeners. A very different investment environment requires outside-of-the-box thinking. In our view, that means broadening the way investors think about both opportunities and risks in the market. Coming up next, it's Jobs Week this week. And early data for December pointed to a surge in the official payrolls number, which would be published this week on Friday. But the Omicron variant of COVID-19 is a serious threat to job growth easing over the next couple of months, especially since spending on things like services and travel might drop as more people stayed home again. So the big question for investors is what this means for the Fed's decision around interest rates. In our view, if Omicron hit to employment is mild, then the Fed might raise rates as soon as March. But if we start to see a hit in the data that's larger or sooner, then they might wait a little bit longer to change their monetary policy. That's it for today. We'll be back next week for more Market Matters. In the meantime, please let us know what matters to you. If you have a question or topic of interest, reach out to us on social media. That's right. We'd love to hear your questions about our 2022 outlook or what matters to you this year. And you can do that by finding us on LinkedIn. You can also follow our views on our website. That's newyorklifeinvestments.com and click the Insights tab. Until then, I am Robert Sarenbetz. And I'm Lauren Goodwin. We look forward to hearing from you. podcast is produced by Milo Benamonts, and our music was composed by the fabulous Zach Young. I'll now read our disclosures from compliance. For more information about Mainstay Funds, call 1-800-624-6782 for a prospectus or summary prospectus. Investors are asked to consider the investment objectives, risks, and charges and expenses of the investment carefully before investing. The prospectus or summary prospectus contains this and other information about the investment company. Please read the prospectus or summary prospectus carefully before investing. There's no assurance that the investment objectives will be met. Past performance is no guarantee of future results, which will vary. All investments are subject to market risk and will fluctuate in value. This material represents an assessment of the market environment as of a specific date. It is subject to change and is not intended to be a forecast of future events or a guarantee of future results. This information should not be relied upon by the reader as research or investment advice regarding the funds or any issuer or security in particular. The strategies discussed are strictly for illustrative and educational purposes and are not a recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any securities or to adopt any investment strategy. There is no guarantee that any strategies discussed will be effective. This material contains general information only and does not take into account an individual's financial circumstances. This information should not be relied upon as a primary basis for an investment decision. Rather, an assessment should be made as to whether the information is appropriate in individual circumstances and consideration should be given to talking to a financial advisor before making an investment decision. New York Life Investments is both a service mark and the common trade name of certain investment advisors affiliated with the New York Life Insurance Company. The mainstay funds are managed by New York Life Investment Management, LLC, and distributed by NY Life Distributors, LLC, 30 Hudson Street, Jersey City, New Jersey, 07302, a wholly owned subsidiary of New York Life Insurance Company. NY Life Distributors, LLC is a member of FINRA SIPC.